Hey, I'm Pat B. I'm Jer Palopel. Chess Johnny. And this is the Geek Down on WEMF Radio. Leaping forward bionically. Oh, right on cue, my man. I missed it. I missed it. I love it. I'm sorry. I'm at the jazz. I'm pumped. I'm in the zone. Oh, it feels good. I'm... You know what? Let me just say one time. <clears throat> I know how good that is to me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. In the house, I turn to my right side this time and... Who do we have in the house? I'm going my band, Rabel. Jerry Palapo. That's right, swing dingling himself up in the house. And not to be outdone, the critic punk over in the corner. <laughs> Yo. Hey. <laughs> Didn't even say the name, just Johnny. Yo again. All right, man. No, Justin Bailey is his alias, so we'll call him that for a little bit. <laughs> All right, welcome to another episode of the Geek Town. Like I said, we have an awesome, action packed, fun filled show for you, man. If I wasn't on it, I'd be jealous. <laughs> Right, because we have, man, yo, okay, y'all got to give me the spiel, the inside stuff, the scoop, if you will, on this Nintendo Switch game, Zarbot? Zarbot. Zarbot, okay, capital V in the Okay, um, y'all got to play this, y'all got the full-on experience, and I'm reading reviews online, I'm reading, like, comments and stuff, I I read the comments, I'm sorry, I I, I couldn't resist, and cats are talking about, um, you have a, you have your emotional... Um, uh, our relationships with cubes and stuff. Uh, what? Yeah. That- I was surprised too. I didn't understand it. I think I saw the description and said, this is a game about cubes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've played games about cubes. I grew yeah. up with Tetris. And uh, <laughs> this was uh, different. It's a platformer mm-hmm. where you shoot and you, you have a melee attack and you dash and you shoot enemies and you try to get your friend a gift. And then it turns out your friend is very sad. It's, yeah, it's a lot, but it's really gripping. I, you know. All right, you just described like, like nine yeah. uh, different different um, uh, JRPG cliches. Yeah. All in like one. Is that, wait, was that what this was then? This no, like it wasn't a, a JRPG. It was just a just regular platformer, mm-hmm. kind of a shoot 'em up kind of thing. Um, it was, it's a platformer, shoot 'em up. Yeah. It's like oh. a it's like a platformer version of Robotron, like the old school arcade style Robotron, yeah. where you're you're in an arena and you're blasting a lot of enemies that are sort of kiting their way towards you, uh, and you're shooting them down with a series of well, you have a actually a surprising number of different attacks, but you're not getting any power ups in order to change up your attacks or stuff like yeah. that. So it's not like a, a space shooter or something like that where you're building power then you take a hit and you die mm-hmm. uh that doesn't happen you do have an hp meter and there is this uh other mechanic that's into the game where uh where if you get enough it's sort of like a hidden combo system where if you're lining up enough hidden enemies combo system yeah uh yeah. if you get uh if, so you shoot if, I, if, enemies, I, if, I, if I catch a sucker like you know five times in the taint i get an extra bonus when i come for the uppercut yeah yeah so you pop, pop, pow, i can't remember boom. if it's like fire effect or cubes. what it's called uh-uh. but um but once the meter uh builds up you have a certain limited amount of time mm-hmm. to activate your chomp and you go up to your an chomp? enemy and you chomp them yeah. and after chomping them you uh a little heart uh uh i think it's like a just a green plus it all sounds I'm not so sure awesome. where it is but health you can recover some of your right. health after doing that which is very very uh effective uh, and important for a game like this. Everything that, about this sounds yeah. illicit and borderline illegal. Yeah. In this yeah. country, at least. I'm, I feel like if you go to Thailand, everything would be kosher. Uh, uh, who knows? Sure. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> haven't been there, so. All right. Well, that's Zarvat. We're going to yeah. get like the full nitty gritty on that in a little bit. Also, yeah. man, I got to check out this awesome show. And I'm saying awesome right now. I haven't even done the review yet, but it was dope. <laughs> All right, uh, cra- uh, on on Sony Crackle, excuse me, got to get that proper branding out. On Sony Crackle, I got to check out um, Startup. It's the series. It's not even new. We got we this is it's up to season three now. Yeah. We got the peep season three ahead of time. Comes out in uh, I think it said January of 2019. But man, Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman on the scene. Mira Sorvino, see 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 what uh what she, what she's been doing. Um, looking okay. Not yeah. quite right as as you know it once was, but you know not too shabby either. And it's it's just an interesting as hell as hell program. It's pretty much like um, <laughs> it's a, a proper business drama, yeah, uh, corporate drama when the corporation is is founded by criminals, and not like you know normal criminals that found every other corporation, but these cats are coming from uh, cyber crime and actual like street crime. To form an actual organ, a proper organization, it's like an thing. Avengers of Crime in a way, kind of. And I, I was, I was, I, 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 oh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. We'll talk, we'll talk about that in depth, uh, in, in a little later in the show. And then, Jay, you got to see something, man. I am so upset that I missed this, Should especially be. after talking. Uh, conceptually, I wanted to see it, yeah. But then after talking with you a little bit about it before the show, mm. um, I'm, 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 I'm really kicking myself. Yeah. Like, just holding myself down and just, like, wailing on my kid. And he's like, come on, man, you know better than this. <laughs> uh, WWE Evolution. Now, yeah. why does Evolution stand out? Uh, because it is their first all-women's uh, pay-per-view event. Man, which, the first yeah. all-women's pay-per-view. How long? This, this has been a long time coming. Yeah. We're not talking about, like, just a diva match right. as part of the main, as part of, like, a, you know, a side. Yeah, it's like a, a bathroom break. Main. No, it's, yeah. it's a whole event. And, uh... You know, these marquee matches, mm-hmm. the last woman standing match uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Wait, and, was uh, that like a Royal Rumble? No, it's um, knock your opponent out for a 10 count match. 10 so, count? Yeah. Damn. That's so they stuff. took it to each other. It was nuts. Right. And Ronda Rousey and uh, Nick Bella in the main event. Yeah, Good dude. Time, Rousey's man. been. <coughs> sorry. Rousey's been stepping up her game, like, skill wise for a long time. Yeah. And um, is this like a personal grudge thing? Uh, yes. Now. Okay. All yeah. right. Proper beef. That's what's up. Yep. All right. We're going to hear all about that, at the, you know, towards the end of the show. But now I'm going to kick it over to Tyke, to Tyke, to that, 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 that. What's your name again, Phil? Hank? Willis? TNA Tom. TNA Tom. Okay. <laughs> all right. Picking his own nicknames now. Mm, exactly. Actually, you, I see you've settled on a proper one. I'm just choosing from the bevy that you have provided me. No, it's all good. It's all good. We call him TNA Tom because y'all can't see him on camera. He's half naked. Um, <laughs> over there, keeping us sounding crisp and amazing every week. And also, yes, I mentioned the camera. If you're just listening to us on WMFRadio.com, uh, you can also watch us and see these smiling faces and pearly whites and Johnny's pearly yellows. <laughs> Too much coffee. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash the geek down. So tune in, and you can also chat with us live during the show. Man. Okay, Jer. Yeah. You got to play this game, Zarvat. Yep. The description y'all gave makes me want to drug test y'all before the show from now on. <laughs> I oh. mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of things. It's a, definitely a lot of things. I did not know what to expect uh, when I went into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought, I mean, I thought it was going to be a puzzle game based on the fact that it's cubes, but it's, much, it's a shooter game, which is... 
interesting. Um, it was, I had a lot of fun with it. I don't know if, uh, you, yeah, it, this is a very interesting and fun game. It's, it's at its core. It is that, uh, as I said before, that Robotron style arena shooter game, uh, top down arena shooter. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's the core of the game, but it does have uh, sort of a hybrid nature to it where it is adding a couple of, uh, additional genres to it, like platforming. Uh, there isn't much in a way of uh, puzzle elements. I, I don't even think there's any puzzles Not whatsoever. Really. Everything is oh. either uh, platform-based challenges, uh, and some <coughs> of it, some of the platform-based challenges are uh, stupid, <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah. to put it plainly. All right. Well, uh, elaborate on that. Uh, so, I think I forgot what level it was. Like I don't know, chapter, chapter, like four or five or maybe even three or something like that. Uh, they have you, and this is sort of coming out of nowhere, like most of the platforming challenges is sort of jump up uh, or double jump up onto something. Like and then do. all of a sudden they have you start to, uh, I guess it's like catwalks. I think it's the uh, mm. frozen refrigerator level yeah, or chapter. Uh, and they have like this very narrow beams that you have to sort of travel along. And because the camera is in this isometric uh, locked isometric view that keeps your cube uh, in the center of it. Uh, and all the platforms that you're trying to traverse on these very narrow beams, they have to sort of walk very, very carefully on these balance beams, if you will. Uh, they are at a diagonal position, so you have to, it's, it's never a comfortable angle to hold the analog stick or whatever it is that you're using Wait, you can even use like, the d-pad is this like but... max pain when you had to follow like the blood trail and if you went like an inch to the left or the right you fell into the abyss and that'd start all over it sounds like you're following a very narrow path like that, it right? is that yeah, yeah you're following a very very na very narrow oh, path that that's sucks, that's man. about as wide or slimmer than your cube size and your yeah. cube isn't actually all that wide so well, and then at times they also they force you. They also put enemies on these uh, platforms, mm. and they uh, put um, uh, parts they have to jump over. So they'll have like a raised, very narrow right. platform they have to jump over, and then crisscross sections and stuff like that. So, so it's like a Marble Madness type setup. Uh, yeah, but Marvel, at least with Marble Madness, um, see the controls are different with that. But this one. There's no jump button in Mar Marvel Madness. So that, that's one big key difference in your sort of steering and you're worrying about physics and momentum. This one has physics, but it's uh, not so much... Uh, it's more of the camera is sort of getting in the way of things and also mm -hmm. the fact that the platform that you're trying to navigate across is is way too narrow for its own good, For especially for this style of game where it's handling the action elements, the uh, the shooter elements, phenomenally well. It's, really? it's some really awesome, very fun. It's like simple, but yeah. intricate uh, and well pulled off uh, action uh, shooter elements. But then when you get into like these platforming elements, like the one I just mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, it throws it at you seemingly out of nowhere uh, without building up to the challenge yeah. properly. Mm. It, seems, it does seem to throw you random things every now and then to keep. Because like if, if you can see on the screen, like... It yeah, would we got just some gameplay going on in the background yeah. if anyone's watching us on Twitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it would just be uh, trapping you in a place and then you shoot a bunch of enemies and swarm, but it does break up the gameplay with all these random things like the obstacles that Johnny talked about. At one point, you're on a skateboard dodging things uh, yeah. for no reason. Dude, how do you get cubes riding skateboards? I you don't got know. cubes on, on catwalks, cubes. 
shooting other cubes. Listen, you're, you're all this cube on cube violence, man. I'm they, not. You know, we got. We got to come together. They travel by jar yeah. most of the time, so I don't know. What? And I think there are cars in the game set. Yeah, point, so yeah. It's, it's weird. It's yo, a very Tom, weird are you pumping gas in the studio, man? <laughs> that's that's what I'm getting. The, here. the skateboard's like the n most normal form of transportation <laughs> in this game. The jars, the jar thing, which is like right at the very beginning, you, you continuously using that jar thing, and it's just like, okay, there's jars in this world. All right, this, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm into it now. Yeah, sure, we'll do that. Jars. It's a bunch. It's a very random game, but I yeah, I think it's very well polished, um, for uh, the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polished yeah. for for what it is. It's yeah. this game absolutely feels like uh some very experienced devs uh who aren't artists mm -hmm. uh but wanted to make the game look as good as possible. Use a lot of built-in assets on yeah. some sort of online store that are generic, <laughs> but place them all together and put together these environments that are that would not work together but because they uh created a uh a world uh that is just weird and obtuse all of these weird and obtuse objects all fit together pretty well like like this jar is probably from some other game or, or probably from like the unity store or something like that and and uh, the buildings that you sort of go through the banana the weird banana that you're shooting at, like the the banana boss fight. You're fighting a banana. <laughs> you fight a, bana a banana as is a boss Is this a sentient banana or just a giant banana that like rolled out of this throat, but this giant fridge you mentioned oh, earlier? Oh, it, it's sentient. Yeah, it's <laughs> sentient right. and it's giant. Wait, hold on. Why, why are you saying like, oh, oh, oh it's sentient, pal? Like, <laughs> I don't, how, do, how am I supposed to know? I, didn't I don't play go this. around just shooting bananas. I don't care if I'm a cube yeah, on a bro, Brother, your name is Swing Dingling, okay? Who knows what you, who knows what you, what you, what you, what you're firing out of? <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, so and then there's so there's that platforming aspect. There's the the main core aspect, which is the shooter elements, and then there's the whole storyline thing uh, when you're going through the campaign. Okay, uh, hold up. Talk to me about yep. that because now I, I read a lot about um, emotional uh, 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 turmoil and such between the cubes and things. All I can think of, and I actually made this comparison when I when on the blurb for the show tonight, is the uh, companion cube from Portal. And that's all I that's all I could think of when you have cubes and emotional attachment. And even that was just weird. <laughs> uh it's it all right, so the companion cube has doesn't I don't think it talks at all no. in Portal. It's nah, it's sort of it a was, personality that Gladys sort of gives to the companion cube. Not He's, even though the way that no. game worked, if you remember, is you just like in the game they just give you this cube with a heart on it, yeah. and you have to imagine you formed a very unhealthy yeah. <laughs> attachment to this one cube, so that it, like, so that when you actually have to kill the cube, spoiler for a what over ten year years old game yeah. now, yeah, um, when you actually have to drop this cube into the lava, it's supposed to be like a no. Yeah, oh, Gl Gladys says, "Oh, like you, you just killed your own friend. You're a terrible person." Yeah. But all yeah. the game does is give you this cube. It's like, okay, carry it from here to here, and I'll carry it from here to here. Any additional emotional attachment, you are projecting that onto this cube. So the real question is, what have you got going on uh, emotionally there, Johnny? Yeah, Do you have these, to have another intervention. These cubes actually talk. Uh, they talk to one another. They they, they have okay. daily lives, and they they are sort of uh, per personas um where you're playing as the blue cube uh your friend that sort of travels with you and goes on a little adventures is the yellow cube Wait, and you, you get your own you get your own samwise uh yeah yes. i guess yeah, yeah. The yellow way, one yeah. Is, is the i think he's more like a patrick star than anything but oh, okay yeah you know, which is good he's, he's good like humor for the yeah. story mustard 
Yes. Is its name. His name, his name because is it's yellow. Yeah. Oh, I thought it came, I'm guessing. It came out of a jar. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, well, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mustard does love uh, traveling by jar. Just yeah. me out, y'all. Just, you know, picking <laughs> on. Find so, a logic within the within this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the premise is that you start off the game and you're trying to find, uh, put together, complete your gift that you're going to hand to uh, Red's birthday. Red is a red cube. Yeah. You're, you're, you, got, okay, you got a gift. And you're on your way to a birthday party. Other cubes are shooting at you, so you're trying to like you know pick them off. Not stuff. not really a birthday party. It's yeah, you have a suitcase. It's full yeah. of a bunch of yeah. weird allotments, and then you're trying to complete this set of allotments that will make up the entirety of the present. And the last thing you need is this banana, organic yeah. banana. Wait, it's okay. So you have gifts that you're giving in this random world with catwalks, and then. Yeah. You're not just fighting the banana. You're trying to, like, uh, acquire the banana to give? Yeah, so you go up to the banana, and it's sort of like this, I don't know, uh, Mustard calls it, like, it treats it almost like a god, and you're, you're, you're <laughs> it's sort of acid, like, oh, mighty banana, please give us, gift us a, a organic banana or something like yeah. that, and then oh. the banana's like, you are not worthy, and then you fight it, oh, and then so, you finally so get a banana. The god banana, <laughs> the god banana gives you one of his dead as a trophy. I see, I see what this yeah, is, yeah. man. This game, yeah. is, this game is messed up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Actually, no. Yeah, it is just messed up. Yeah. Th then you, uh, so you get, you complete the gift, and then you proceed to Red's place, and, well, yeah, mishaps happen via skateboard, mm. and you lose all the gifts. And okay, they all get like, that ruined. That sounds like a misadventure to me, John. Yeah, except for the uh, the mochi, 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 mochi. Yeah. So, except for the mochi. Okay, ice so. cream treat, but it melts because it's ice cream. No, of yeah. course. Okay, so yeah. it is Japanese inspired. I knew it. I called it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you come up with mustard comes up with a makeshift gift of mustard uh, <laughs> itself being the gift. Mustard, and, my man. Yeah, so, yeah. Sort of like is ready to like hop out of the thing anyway wait so uh, hold, hold, no no don't gloss over that mustard got you a, a, a cake with a stripper in it mustard yes, is yes, the yes, stripper yeah. in the cake okay that's a different dimension yeah but but it, it's it's a not a cake it's a present box and, and stuff like all right that. all right so okay don't so don't narrate the sucker for me i'm getting a lot of like you know the gameplay and what actually transpires and, and don't get me wrong it's effing nuts yeah, yeah. i mean but, you keep asking so we keep explaining well <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying to wrap yeah. my head about this and the more y'all yeah. talk the more i realize like i i should have been hugged more as a child <laughs> but um um okay okay tell me about the gameplay though because i'm trying to get a sense of it from the video we got going yeah. on there i'm just seeing cubes run around like tell me about the battle system tell me about the the actual uh, how the storyline uh, works with or maybe doesn't work with yeah. uh, the actual missions that you're given. Yeah, uh, is it boring? Is it fun? What's good? I think I think it's fun. I love the I love the story. Like that kept me going through it. I think uh, and I think like all the random bits, like the skateboarding and the eventually they get, it gets more difficult over time. Like mm. that adds to it, helps it a lot. Uh, the combat system is basically you get uh, one button that shoots and you can hold it for a stronger blast yeah oh you get oh hold up you get the uh like you get the mega Metroid. Busted. yeah like, yeah boom. nice yeah then, but but it's like a laser based attack yeah. and uh when you do the regular shots the pew 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 shots yes. uh you can only fire it for so long continuously before right. you sort of run out of charges and then you have to wait a little bit before you can start shooting it again yes. is that an overheat mechanic or is it giving yeah you yeah it's pretty much an overheat okay. mechanic okay. Yeah. there's no there's no uh, ammo system you can you essentially have infinite except for you know, if you overload yourself. Uh, then there's a melee attack with another button which you can hold and create kind of a, a circumference around yourself that gets wider and then... It's like a laser circle. Yeah. 
I guess. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah cause I, I, I was just about to ask, like, how is a cube with no extremities doing melee attacks unless it's just, like, headbutting left and right? Yeah, it's just like a... It's, well, it's a spike if you just tap it, but then if you hold it, like, it's a circle that goes around you and then blows up. Yeah. It turns circumference. It, it's like every single button uh, that you use for your attacks or jumping has a secondary function. So jumping right. and then double jump. Okay. Uh, can, the, I, can, I, can I run and climb trees at the same time? Uh, well, you're always running as a box would run yeah and there are trees and you are kind of climbing on them but except yeah. the trees are falling over and the trees are massive and you're tiny so yeah yeah okay are you like a grain of salt in this is that why you're all cubes i think so it seems like we're going i mean you're traveling via jar yeah so <laughs> yeah that, okay it's, it's making more sense then because you're yeah. you're because you're a cube but there's like large bananas and fridges and stuff yeah i, I would say like you're the size of a of a sugar cube yeah all right. Okay. Still, still, no, it still works. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's, there's that, uh, a couple of other abilities you have is the dash ability right. that mm -hmm. you can also use to sort of avoid fire and stuff like that. And then the final ability, um, is the chomp ability, which you have to push yeah, all you... four buttons at the same time. Mm -hmm. And when you activate that, you sort of do like this, uh, vice grip type of attack and it sort of homes in on whatever the nearest enemy do you grow and arms and just go ah ah as well, well it, it's, it's like a vice grip that sort of comes out from your sides yeah okay and, so and it got, chomps got, onto an enemy so yeah. you have extremities and you've got like pinchers yeah but it's not part of the cube it's like clearly some other object that sort of grows out of you Okay, so he's got Doc Ock arms yeah he's activates when he that's you know, fair yeah yeah to get up in the sucker and uh uh, with the combat, a lot of your attacks are homing, except for the melee-based uh, attacks or the circular attack. Uh, the regular blast shots have a homing effect to it. The laser one kind of has a little bit of a homing effect to it. Mm -hmm. And the chomp especially has a homing effect yeah, where it yeah. will chomp the, uh, the closest enemy, especially the one that, uh, that you are angling the stick towards. Mm -hmm. So whenever you're going through combat, it's it's sort of um, these types of games, like like the Robotrons, like I mentioned before, or like uh, Star, Star Burst, Stardust, Star Fox. Stardust, Star is it Stardust? Yeah. Might be Stardust. Alright. Um, or, or, uh, what's that, what's that uh, original Xbox 360 game? Uh, Geo? I don't know. Cities. Uh, no, no, <laughs> it, it was like uh, Geometry War, I think it's Geometry oh, War. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, <laughs> it, it that, plays no, like that, except, um, except it's not as hard. Uh, because true. it, this game wants you to actually progress through the campaign. Mm -hmm. So even though you will die a few times, the uh, actually the difficulty uh, ramp up is very nicely paced, except for the platforming elements Wait, are, where you are, will are you die. Sure, a whole because lot. I'm watching the video we got, the gameplay video we got in the background. This little, this this this, this, this little cube is getting his ass handed to him. Okay, look at those spikes on the other thing there. Uh, oh, no, he's yeah. doing pretty good. He's got full yeah. health. Yeah, you, you can take a few hits. That also helps uh, with... So, unlike the other games like, like Robotron uh, and Ge uh, Geometry Wars and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, it's one-hit kill. You take a hit, you're dead. Oh, uh, R-type so, style. That's yeah, sad. and this one is not that. You have the HP system, and then that chomp ability really does allow you to, to sort of beat these waves that are coming at you mm -hmm. uh, via you know recovering your health mid-combat. But even in, when you finish combat for every wave, uh, you will fully heal after the after that wave is complete. Yeah. Okay. And what, cool. what this I hate game those is... games where it's like I I just I just had this hard ass fight. I've got a sliver of health left, <laughs> yeah. and now okay, cool. Now you get to face the waves of yeah. just everything. Yeah. What this game is, it's sort of like a uh, Metal Gear like that. It is those 
uh, types of games, the, the Robotron and Geometry Wars and stuff like that. Uh, let me finish my statement. I fought Metal Gear like that, and one goddammit. Oh. Continue. <laughs> yeah. So so it's it's those types of games, but set in an adventure mode where you're progressing in very linear levels uh, from point A to point B, mm-hmm. and uh, you go from linear corridor, you know, metaphorically, to an arena-based room where you're locked in and you have to kill all the waves of enemies, and then you go proceed down the next corridor, and then the next you fight the next wave of enemies, next corridor, next wave of enemies, right, eventually so dude, into a boss. I gotta, I gotta say, man, I'm I'm actually damned impressed because this is a lot more uh, elaborate than I yeah. ever expected a, a game like this to get. I mean, it's it, it's cubes versus cubes, and the whole time I was thinking, what could they actually do with this? I didn't play this myself because I don't have a Switch. Um, and I mean, just from the description, you've, I mean, not even if we didn't even didn't even have the video where I could see yeah. some of the stuff, the description y'all have given alone. I'm not, well, I'm not selling this game, y'all. I'm just giving my, <laughs> my, my opinion here. Cause yeah. it sounds like I'm gushing over it, but seriously, God damn. They put in a lot of work. I mean, and the All story right. mode's funny. They got jokes. It's crazy. Um, right. and like, uh, like I said, they do watch it to get through it. Cause I think they're proud of their writing mm-hmm. really. So yeah. Well, okay. Well, don't leave us in suspense, fellas. Yeah, what's, thumb, what's, what's the verdict? Thumbs up for me. All right, yeah. Johnny. Uh, just give me one sec. I need some filler. You got. You got to. <laughs> what? He is gonna keep us in suspense. Oh man. Sorry about that. I'm, will I'm what, like, Will Johnny give his review? <laughs> Find out on the next week's Geek. <laughs> uh, I was trying to throw up the graphics. So yeah, this is a, a thumbs up. It's a twenty dollar game. It our, the history on this game is a little weird because I'm I'm looking it up and yeah, it was on Steam. Uh, in Greenlight, way back in 2015. Yeah, but, this, was, this was a port over, right? Uh, but I'm tr- I'm trying to look for it on Steam. It looks like they pulled the game from Steam. All that um, racy cube on cube action, man! <laughs> I tried to warn you. So just bear with me for a second. Right. Yeah, so the game was on Steam on uh, wait, wait, the wait, Greenlight wait, wait, system. Wait, did he just uh, is he trying to chat up this ladybug talking about let me see your cups? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Want, he wants coffee to help with another cube. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, that, that's that's, that's, that's yeah. much less exciting than what I was thinking. <laughs> well, th- this this little quest system is it's kind of like it's not interesting. It's not elaborate. It's not good design or anything like no. that. Uh, it's it's like kind of like it's not entertaining. Yeah. It's not worth your time or money. Yeah. It's like a bad fetch quest, but it's so easy that it's not frustrating. Yeah. So so it's <coughs> it's just it's just you know. It is what it is, kind it's of thing. Just something to break yeah. up the you know monotony of shooting everything all yeah. the time, you know. Just it's, like, all right. Yeah, it's more there for the quirkiness. But yeah, yeah, this is a thumbs up. It used to be a uh, a uh, green light game, but yeah. it, I guess they pulled yeah. it out of green light and tied some sort of uh, uh, exclusivity deal with Nintendo or something like that. But yeah. as far as I know, it's only on the Switch. It's a twenty dollar game. Mm. Uh, it's interesting, which makes it uh, and it's unique and it's weird quirkiness and the underlying mechanics of the shooter stuff definitely makes it that that is very refined very polished so that yeah. makes it uh a uh, interesting worthwhile buy All it's right. not it's not for everyone but uh if you want weirdness and if you like uh you know story-based uh environmental shooters mm-hmm. yeah this All is right. pretty well, good dude i'm anxious to check it out myself i gotta i gotta get i gotta get my hands on it hopefully this weekend um just because i i i, I I, I, I've really been lacking that level of like weirdness in gaming, you know. I mean, I'm not I'm not even gonna BS. Like, yeah. I, I tried to go back. This is the most adventurous I've gotten recently. I tried to go back and play uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, okay, yeah. I've had the game for like two years. I've played all of like an hour and a half because it was boring and sucked. Oh, you know? yeah. And I'm yeah. like, now they've gone through all the patches. 
You know, I haven't heard anything negative about it in forever. You know, they probably got their game and they probably got their asses in gear and, you know, the game has probably stepped up. So let me go back into it. Also, now that that initial sting is over, where I'm like, I loved Mass Effect 2 and 3 and that early series, the memories were fresh, and now uh, here comes Andromeda to, you know, ruin my day. It's like, no, now I've gotten over that. Let's go back to it and see if after, after the fact, you know, the effect is better. And it was so much worse. Oh. And I'm and I, but besides that, um, I, I'm still playing Assassin's Creed, and I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm still, I'm still trying to, um, uh, 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 I don't even know what I'm trying to do. Any, it's just therapeutic to st- to keep playing uh, Need for Speed Payback. <laughs> yeah, because it's just such a damn good game, but also like it's the best racing game I've played on the Xbox One. Right. You know, so it's just like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm finding like the little random races, and it's like this is something I used to do back in like PS, I don't know, man, PS2 days. Mm. With uh, with like burnout, you know, you just right. want to race and break things. This is just, hey, I found a drag race. I'm doing it. You know, um, I'm I'm souping up random cars. I will I will never drive, but I gotta make I I got I gotta get the fastest. I gotta get the best handling. I gotta get that best drift. I gotta do all that on this car that I'm gonna get a park in my garage <laughs> and not even look at. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I I need a uh, good racing. Game. I I want F Zero so bad. F Zero. Yeah. Wait, wait. What F-0. was what was that game? Um, uh, we reviewed a while back. You oh, said the, it was pretty fruit, much the fruit game. No, 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 no. We had, no, y'all. Yeah, we actually like this one. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, okay. Johnny liked it. I thought. Yeah. I thought it was kind of. It's not anti graviator. Was that it? Uh, that was another racing ish game, but it was um, I think it was called like distance. Yeah, yeah. Distance uh, was distance. The parkour racing. Yeah, game. the parkour, futuristic parkour, distance like was 80s the shiz, neon everywhere. Was dope. It was all right, but it wasn't. Oh, a, what? That's yeah. not what you were saying when we reviewed yeah. this, sir. It was. It was all right. It's just. No, it's not. It's it, did, right. it doesn't satisfy that urge because it's not. Uh, it was more of a linear racer. It's sort. It's, okay, no, that's it's not really a racing game. It's more of going the distance kind of thing. It's like a more in line with endless runner <laughs> style so, game. I'm sorry, but you're it's you're distance as a car. Yeah. Uh, actually, um, I think I have another um, another up, an updated press code for that for the uh, the proper release. If you want to check it out, uh, I might. All right, cool. I'll I'll, I'll check my um uh, my uh, my my records. I keep just a um uh, what do you call it? Just a uh, uh, an email mm. saved in my drafts so that it's available anywhere I go uh, with all the unused codes we get. Oh, wow. Uh, so anytime I need to dole out anything for a review or just you know let a bunch of people have, I'm just gonna like send out a bunch of them too. The problem is. Um, only Mix and you are the Steam players I have, yeah, yeah. which means I'm sitting on about 35 Steam games. I can play stuff on Steam. You can? Yeah. I think I told you that. No! <laughs> no, you did not tell me that! This is not a thing! Okay, all right, all right. Well, we're talking geek, we're talking like proper geek down business, so we'll yeah. like save this for, <laughs> we'll table this for after, because, dude, now I gotta get into the new Netflix series on Crackle. This thing is called Startup. And it sounds very boring. Oh, you're gonna watch them create a startup, and the internet company is eventually gonna go, you know, uh, eventually gonna you watch them go beta, and then go alpha, and then they get their rounds of testing out after they get some VC, and you know, might even go live. It's like, you know, yeah, all that sounds butt whack. When I watch this sucker, however, it is the it, it the show's wild. I'm upset that it took me this long to get onto <laughs> it. I really am. And the whole thing is, um, when you have a startup company, uh. Uh, founded by criminals 
And I don't mean like Wall Street criminals. You know, they're kind of corrupt. The Trumpian you know, folks uh, getting together and pooling their money and resources and exploiting the common man. No, one dude is... Um, one dude is not the uh, not the leader, but a higher up. He's se- he's second in command of uh, one of the street of one of the uh, one of the lo- one of the street gangs in uh, Florida. The whole thing takes place in Miami. Uh, another dude is a guy in a bank who's making some shady investments on the side. Uh, another one is uh, this girl who's uh, working on her own uh, form of cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. You know, and all this as they come together and they form these companies and they're um, basically going into proper business but still in their own criminal ways. Uh, they've got uh, cops and FBI chasing after them. Yeah. You know, and the earlier in the series, it was Martin Freeman, uh, who's actually been doing a lot of great work. Um, he's gone so far yeah. beyond Bilbo Baggins these days. Yeah. Man. Um, I'm really loving uh, a lot of his work, and this was this no exception. Fargo. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? Uh, Black um, Panther. Yeah, uh, Black, you know what? Okay, okay, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that yeah. up. A lot of cats are specifically hating on his American accent. I don't see any real problem with it. Dude. I think it's fine. Yeah. You know. Everyone's like, well, you know, I can kind of hear this. It's like, no, you can't. Yeah. Okay, if, if you were British and someone does an okay British accent, someone from a different part of Britain is like, no, it's pretty good because there's different dialects and all we know, well, I talk like one person and so yeah. and so. And then I can do a Cognac accent. You'll say, yeah. And if I'd never seen him as a hobbit, I would have been like, ah, he's American. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, You know, I mean, he's got it down. And it comes. Got a problem with Mike? Am I good? All right. Uh, It comes through in the series where it's like, uh, now mind you, he's also not the focus of season three. And season three is the one we're talking about right now. But Mm -hmm. the whole show itself has been just damned entertaining from beginning to end. And I'm very impressed with the level of um, solid writing that's come from this. Uh, Not just the writing, but the acting. This is starring, I mentioned Martin Freeman. Uh, This particular season also brought Ron Perlman into the mix. Uh, Ron Perlman and Mira Sorvino, who I I don't even recall the last movie I saw Mira Sorvino in, man. It would have yeah. been in the '90s, probably. Yeah. yeah, maybe not the '90s. I mean, I think there for was me, a, it would have been th- in the '90s. I think. Okay, yeah. there was there was a Romeo, there was a Romeo and Michelle um, like part two or reunion. I remember. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the last time I saw her. I, f- I feel like she's been doing TV stuff that I just never got onto. She's probably in some something huge. Yeah, like Romeo. I was like uh, Mira Sorvino in uh, Infinity War. You just missed yeah. her. You know? Yeah. But um, but no, she's uh the main antagonist in, uh, in this um. Well, not she's the main antagonist, but there are like several other antagonists sprinkled through. So this isn't like uh, freaking He-Man constantly fighting Skeletor type BS. Yeah, you know. And I like the fact that they did that, where it's like you know who the big bad villain is, but you also see that they're not focusing on all the um, all the turmoil that's coming from one direction. Right. You know, they're over here trying to deal with these random uh, douchebag frat boys who uh, who are uh, basically toying with them to get some capital. To continue the project you know they're trying to get a new venture off the ground now and what's cool about it is at the start of the series uh, i don't know if you fall if you went back and and do uh, any of those okay the start of the series is um they're they're uh, they're launching and releasing a competitor to bitcoin mm. uh, another cryptocurrency completely untraceable <coughs> uh completely free of like bank interference and such and that was interesting in itself in this latest ser- in this latest uh, uh, series after a whole bit of stuff happened with the uh, with the uh, cryptocurrency called Gencoin on the show. Uh, I won't spoil anything for anyone on what happened there. But the latest venture 
is or the next venture is uh their own adaptation of the deep of the deep web yeah or as anyone who's unfamiliar with it would say the dark web <laughs> um in actuality the concept of deep web and dark web is more of a media and spin thing than anything because the dark web is the deep web it's just like what you what you do while you're on the deep web and the deep web is just a fancy way of saying untraceable internet yeah so they've got their own version of that uh arachnet and I don't know. The show tries to take a more a, a, a more moral stance, mm. where it's like, yes, we created um, a, a deep, we created our own deep web, but it's more for um, to promote uh, anonymity and net neutrality and right. more of the uh, original tenants that the internet was uh, was sold to people on, was yes. advertised on. Yeah. Before a lot of interference, and but that's what they're all friends with criminals. Yeah. They kind of. <laughs> Uh, that's where it gets yeah. That's where it gets messy. Yeah, that's where it gets tough, my friend. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm mean, I'm getting a little too deep in detail. Yeah. Let me talk about the uh, the show. It's starring. I mentioned Martin Freeman. Adam Brody is one of the main guys, along with um this dude. Uh, see if I can pronounce this right. Uh, Eddie, uh, Gathegi or Gathegi. And I I struggled to I struggled to 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 to. to 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 pick out where I knew this dude's face from because yeah. I knew his face. Did you did you did, did you I ever got find the it? feeling, but I don't. I didn't look up his uh, IMDb or anything. Okay, I, I checked him out, and he's done a ton All of right. stuff that I've never seen. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's what we do. Like yeah. the, the the part of this job is we watch every movie, we watch every show, we go to every live performance, we you know everything. All this stuff. Johnny plays every game. Eight's yeah. on them all. Everyone. <laughs> yes. They all suck. <laughs> but, you know, every album, all this stuff. Yeah. And the thing is, I couldn't place this dude. And I looked at his IMDb, and he's done a ton of, like, all these small productions that, yeah. I've, never come, that I've never come across. And it dawns on me, like, internet TV is that big a wasteland, you know. Mm, and I, yeah. I, wasteland is the wrong term. But, like, that, there's just that much out there that may never cross your path. And this was almost one of them. Yeah, this you would know, have been one of them for me, if not for the show. Really? Yeah, right. And dude, okay, here's where you here's where you'll know him from. Okay, because right. here's where I knew him from. All right. Did you see X Men First Class? Yeah. You remember the one brother, the one black dude, Darwin. Yeah. He was the cab driver. He had like the illest power, but yeah, they yeah. still took him out like a sucker. Right, yeah. That guy. That was him. Oh my god. That was him. That's a catch. Man. Yeah. Oh man. His name is Eddie Gathegi and and he's um not just uh one of the main actors in this. He plays Ronald. But right. um, he's uh, the producer of season three. Oh, okay. Yeah, him, so Cat's coming up, and I was damned impressed with everyone's performance, uh, especially his, because w- seeing him in this uh, in this uh, in this third season, you don't get to see much um, performance. Like everyone's given pretty much equal time. At the if you go back to like season one, uh, you'll see him like really uh, right. come into that character, and I think it was more nuanced. Uh, between uh, Ronald and between, or at least for a few episodes. I don't know how much you delved into. I watched the first two episodes of season three. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So, so from um, what I saw, it was a lot of Adam Brody. Mm-hmm. Uh, his character was like freaking out about their circumstances. So it was like a lot of him, you know, getting to do his like part. Yeah. And he's, Rubino being amazing. No, he's, he's, so, he's, yeah. Brody does a good job as, as um, perpetual spaz. <laughs> yeah. And this dude freaking out the whole. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me put something in perspective for you. And I yeah. want to hear your opinions of okay. what you actually saw. So I'll, I'll, I feel like I'm cutting you right. off here. But um, it's a pretty straightforward series. It's uh, it's drama and action. Yep. And a little bit of like, you know, corporate espionage type stuff, which is cool in itself. But 
at the start of this show, it's one of a lot of shows I've noticed do this too. A lot of new shows, they're all trying to be risque and edgy. And the only one where I wasn't like pissed off when they did it because it got exponentially good was The Americans. Okay, is no exaggeration. The, this this show starts off the very first episode starts off with with four sex scenes, <laughs> and I mean, and okay, now okay, now let me four sex scenes in the first ten minutes. Nice, and and I, I don't mean I don't mean just you know oh you see you see you see a booby there. I mean four four sex scenes, three really just extreme raw yeah sex scenes, and then another one where it's 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 more for like as a, loses like a plot device where it's like <laughs> it's, the, it's like someone's having sex and it just kind of like happens, and then they're interrupted, and that's where the plot jumps in, and I'm just like damn okay yeah, <laughs> and it it gives a false impression man because I'm like oh it's gonna be that kind of show okay. Right. Like, it's it's apparently modern Skinamax, you know. Yeah. You get my lotion yeah. and continue with some stuff, and it never happens again. Not never happens again, but it's right. not it's not that kind of show. It's kind of like how Orange is the New Black, and like a lot of those Netflix shows will do something for the first episode. Yeah, and you know, some nudity in there, and then like the rest of it's just like plot characters. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm tired of being teased. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they doing this to me, Johnny? Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah. um, I th- I think I think it's 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 plain to say to see how I felt about. Um. Uh. The premise of the show. Yeah. Let me ask you. Uh, what was your interpretation of what you actually got to catch, man? All right. I got the first uh, two episodes of the third season, like I said, which uh, mm-hmm. for me not a bad deal. I I'm I started Mad Men ten episodes into season four and then finished the show and went back. Um, <laughs> okay. So like I don't mind dropping into the middle of a story. And I was able to piece together what they did, mm-hmm. what happened, um, them being criminals and trying to start up their own thing and. Uh, the the feds get in on their action and try to, you know, involve. That's where Smear Savino comes in. She was like, she blew me away. She was the the one actress who really like everyone was good, but that was one where I was like, oh man, she's like, yeah, it's 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 weird to see you playing the bad guy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, she's like crazy threatening. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the at the end of the first episode, she has this long monologue where she's just like. I'm gonna take everything away from them, and you're like, "Oh, I believe that." Yeah, see, that <laughs> like, got a little supervillain in me. Yeah, I'm, it was I'm, a little I'm bit, like, I'm yeah. like, it's weird to see you. Like, she seems like such a like you know sprightly, bubbly person. Yeah, and then uh, she's monologuing, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. She's like monologuing to herself. Yeah, in that scene, that's true. <laughs> that's some supervillain stuff right there. Yeah. that's that's not normal. That's not that's no. not that's not mentally stable stuff. Yeah. That's something I would expect Tom to do, like, you know, when we're not here in the studio. <laughs> he's just there, and then they want to sit here and talk on their little microphones. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, he does that. I'm, I'm doing it off mic right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why my mic was unplugged when we started the show. Yeah, he's I've trolling been, you. Just. Yeah. I've been staying here with uh, Tom late on Monday nights, and oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. It's scary stuff. I, 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 I hesitate. I, I'm, I'm frightened. To think of what y'all y'all to be planning uh, after 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 the geek down here, having a little slumber party here at the station, just oh, removing geez. all the buns from the cheeseburgers. It's so unbelievable. Yeah, and anyone who's ever been to the studio, y'all can't see it on the camera, but there's like mannequin heads over on the shelves. There's that weird old moose behind Tom. There's the uh, where, where's the uh, where's the mascot head? What about the clown? Uh, uh, we, no, 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 the clown's cool. That's Guido. We tight. We decided to hide the mascot head. That was a little too much. <laughs> the mascot head. I think it's Cat- back under the piano somewhere. Oh, okay. Because cats be sitting there like wearing the mascot head during shows. I, <laughs> I did that on um, uh, what was it? Uh, Lady Gemini's last show. Uh, Urban Pulse was a show here on uh, on uh, on WEMF. And yeah, you know, I, I put the mask. Even I succumbed to to the draw of the mascot head. It gets weird. And you want to talk really weird, 
Um, the um, uh, the the snuggle fabric softener bunny yeah. is right over there too. Oh yeah, the mics. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a weird place, man. Okay, Tom, get out more, please. Yeah. It right. gets especially weird late at night. <laughs> okay, start hearing things. All right, so all right, so Jay, let me ask you, man, because yeah. uh, I got I got a, I got a sense of the other characters in this. What was your take on Ron Perlman, man? I got a. a for at least the first half of the first episode, I was mostly just uh, astonished that they got Ron Perlman. Like <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, I didn't expect Ron Perlman to show up in this thing." And then, and, you know, yeah, I realized that they had got a fair number of big names. They did, but thing, you know, also like, actors got to eat, man. Yeah, you know, I know. Like, I get it. It can all be Hellboy Seven. Yeah, I know. I get it. It's just like it's just weird because it's a show that I never heard of on a service that I double never heard of. Mm. So like, it was just a little bit of a shock. But like, I I liked him in this. He's yeah. like a rich guy who's bankrolling there. I from the, what I gather, he wasn't around for the first couple seasons. Nah, he then, he showed up. He showed yeah. up um, about halfway through season two, and he's um uh, he and his daughter showed up about yeah. halfway through season two. Uh, he's the daughter of one of the um, co CEOs right. of uh, of uh, of Arachnet, and he be, he com- he comes out uh, the majority uh, shareholder. And not like, you know, buy a tar, you know, I own so much more than all, but like they all own one, they all own one share and one vote. He owns two because he put up the majority of the actual money. Right. You know, at least recently. And you find out some more stuff about him as you go along. If you didn't catch season two, they still drop these revelations in uh, uh, on the on the on the viewers. Uh, so as not to say, well, you didn't see season two, so you missed it. You're completely lost. Yeah. When they drop it, it's just like, oh. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, I guess watching it, it kind of makes sense. And they're not like hand holding you through it. You know, they're like, okay, this is new information. But, you know, now that you know, we're not going to harp on it. We're just going to keep going. Yeah. You know, I like that, too, because it's a show that it it, that's respectful to the audience. Yeah. Let's, you know, they have a history and like, Mm -hmm. you know, they let you know that you can think it through without like that hole in your hand. And dude, I mean, Adam Brody. Uh, it's like it's like I liked him until I didn't, and, 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 and I'm I'm impressed with with his ability to be like, um, hateable, yeah, yet likable again, yeah. It's like different points. Like he just had shifts, and I, I, I'm seeing him. Like I I feel I feel like if they go season four, which they 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 kind of hinted at towards the end, um, he might become one of the villains. Really? Oh, wow. yeah. And and the whole thing is, it plays back and forth where it's like it's not like he's got evil machinations. Yeah, it's more like he's that asshole at the office that you're just expecting to do some like heinous stuff. Yeah, you know, and 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 he and when he does it, you're like, you know what? I really don't like you, but you're perfect for this role. Yeah, because you got that face. Yeah, you know, with your pointy ass nose. They look at you, <laughs> and then um, I also feel that they're playing off the fact that. Everyone knows someone like this. Yeah. You've worked with them at their office. They they're like the receptionist at your doctor's office. You know, goodness no, they 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 go to the same dog park. Someone right. who's just a little too uh a little too uptight, a little too neurotic, where it's like, look, you're really high strung to the point where it's not just an inconvenience. If you just get that one small push, you're gonna do some like proper villain <laughs> stuff. You yeah. Know? It's not like it, 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 that's like that's like some some barbecue Becky. Yeah, level stuff, you know, and it, and it's just like when he gets there, right. it's perfect for the show because it's just like, oh, okay, things are working out. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> uh, and not like Walking Dead where the whole thing's used for like one 
device to make everything perpetually bleak. Right. It just makes the show like I was riveted. Yeah. I I want to see more. I was upset when season three ended because I don't know if I, are you gonna if you, if you plan to continue or not or if Johnny you plan to check it out. But when I got to the end of season three, I'm like, cool. Let's see. Let's queue up that next episode. Oh, <laughs> it's oh! because now I gotta wait like a regular sucker. Yeah. And I'm just oh I'm 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 sorry. I've talked a lot, yeah. and um I gotta give this a hard thumbs down. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. I'm, I'm not fooling anybody. This was a thumbs up, and this yeah. was a very pleasing, refreshing thumbs up because I'd never heard of the show. It's a new network, um, new to y'all. At least I, I was familiar with Sony Crackle, but yeah. I'm not used to them doing material like this, right? You know, and this was essentially pretty much just a chance. Like this was a job for the geek down because this isn't yeah. something. Oh, yeah, I'm crazy about the actors, so I gotta, you yeah. know, we can't wait to see this. The premise moved me. So we went in completely blind. And I enjoyed this so much. Like, I got to give this a thumbs up. Like, this is one of the one of my favorite thumbs up of uh, of the year right now. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's a thumbs up for me. I'm. I mean, I only I saw much less of it than you. Mm-hmm. I'm. I do want to go back and watch the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, partially because you sold me on it. But it, is a, <laughs> but it is a thumbs up for me. It's really well done. The acting's great. I think. Um, <coughs> Like yeah, everything else on Sony Crackle looks like it's just like old movies from like the eighties and nineties. They and, do that. That's that's and, their bread and which butter. Which is yeah, totally. It makes sense. But then like they drop in like a very modern, very good uh series, which is I guess their uh, bid for legitimacy and it's it works. It's a very good series. It's better than a lot of the crap that Netflix throws out. Mm. You know, so Netflix they're coming for you. Yeah. Hulu. Yeah, sit and spin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sold too. Yeah. I haven't seen any of it, but sex four times in uh, one episode. That's that, yeah, that's that. For, yeah. Dude, what the? It came out of nowhere. And I'm just like, okay, well, the regular sex scene, you know, they're kind of grinding on top. This was just a bam, bam against walls. <laughs> you know, just yeah. Mar- Mar- Martin Freeman hops in, hops in, uh, well. Oh, Martin Freeman's in one of the sex scenes? Yes. Uh, I'm going out now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what got you. We're not going to see Jared for a little while. He Evolution was good. Into. I'm out. <laughs> he didn't hop into it. He hobbited into it. <laughs> oh, stop it. Okay, yeah. Had to make it a thing. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, the show is called Startup. It's available right now on Sony Crackle. If you just go to crackle.com or just Google the Startup, yeah. um, dude, the new, uh, the new season starts uh, in January of 2019. And I I think it's one of the best things I've seen all year. And we've seen a lot of good stuff. Um, I was just, I was blown away. I can't wait to see more. All right. So uh, we got to go a little over time, but then we start a little bit late. So hopefully, Tom can bear with us. Cool. All right, solid. Because I'm going to kick it over to my man, Jer. You, Ooh. my friend, got to see something Indeed. that I've been waiting for so long as a wrestling fan. More so than that, as a man <laughs> with needs. Yeah. <laughs> to see, we're talking, of course, about WWE's evolution. Give us the, yeah. give us the news, sir. This was their uh, first all-women's pay-per-view event. Uh, it had uh, Trish Stratus and Lita from the 90s beating... Uh, Alicia Fox and uh, Mickey James uh, were contemporary to them. Like uh, Alexa Bliss was originally supposed to be in the match, but unfortunately suffered a concussion, oh, so they really? took her out at the last minute. Damn, too bad. I still wore my Alexa Bliss shirt because uh, I am a proud fan. Uh, they had a ba- pa- go ahead, get your pander on, Jay. They had a battle royale for a, a title shot that uh, was definitely just a way of throwing like thirty women onto the show. Uh, but it was like great. They gave them all entrances, 
and everyone got some character moments. Uh, they threw in some like uh, older wrestlers like Alundra Blaze and Ivory to give them some shine. Uh, wonderful. Why do you say older though? These people are like thirty five. I well, okay, Alundra Ivory is fifty six. Uh, All right, which is um, like well, well, okay. Well, how, what was she looking fifty six? No. All right yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. Um. They had the finals for the May Young Classic. Their thirty two women tournament came down to uh, Tony Storm defeating Ayu Shirai from Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, NX. They had the NXT Women's Champion Championship uh, being defended. Um, Kyrie Sane lost to uh, Shayna Baszler with help from her dastardly friends. Uh, from the MMA world. <laughs> like our dastardly yeah. friends. Uh, it was their third match in like a year, and it's uh, they're still amazing. Still great. Um, and the best match of the night, one of, if not the best match of the year, uh, was Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair in a last woman standing match. It's a match where anything is legal, and you just got to keep your opponent down for a 10 count. And they threw each other through everything. There was okay, a ladder. You mentioned that. It, yeah. Okay, so it's it's no hold bar. Yes. For a ten count, but what they have to go for like the the the, the proper knockout. Uh, yes, they have to be. The ref uh, starts counting when they're down, and then mm-hmm. stops counting when they're on their feet. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, no, nah, that's that's boxing rules. So yeah. it's like if they if they're too woozy to even get off the knees. Yeah, but boxing uh, does not involve throwing someone through a table. I think there were three table spots in this that one. There's right, a ladder. Well, I, think, I, think you're the, I think you're watching the wrong kind of boxing, my yeah. friend. <laughs> kendo sticks. They pulled it out. It rest for nearly Why 30 minutes. Why are the kendo sticks still there? I don't know. It's wrestling, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes there's probably know, a martial arts demonstration in the building the night before, and they just leave them under the ring, and, you know, they build the ring around them because you can't move them. They're not theirs, you know. And then the wrestlers find them, and what are they going to do? They're going to use them. That's- you know, you know, you know I, I'd like to find out. Like, I would laugh my ass off so hard if I found out that they was at, that was actually the story. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah. we just happen to have all these chairs around because, yeah. you know, six days of the week, this whole place is a cafeteria for yeah. homeless. It's a homeless shelter. Or uh, I, don't, I don't know. What would you do with, like, th- that many tables? Well, that's the reason why the tables are there. Because the ECW arena. Was in like a bingo hall where they had they needed those tables for other things or needed those tables for other things with quotation marks. I didn't know that. I thought and they then, were always part of the show. Yeah, just, and then they just take them out and then they you know use them. Yeah. Well, damn. For the reason, yeah. All right, okay, why were the thumbtacks there though? Oh, they want. Oh, uh, that's right. Hold you in got, your logic, my friend. You have a lot of posters. You gotta do future <laughs> shows. You gotta hang them up somehow. Uh, they, 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 they they use that yeah. like that 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 gum. Yeah, that, that spirit <laughs> gum. That the, gum that doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. You know, I also feel like that wouldn't have the same effect. You body slam some dude on the soft, like, <laughs> on the soft putty. I'm sure someone's done it. I've seen some matches of fun uh, object work. Oh, yeah, no. ECW oh, told, yeah. Uh, helped, uh, took no prisoners. Okay, yeah. now, uh, now now Bella over here. Yeah, we had Nikki Bella, who uh, faced Ronda Rousey for the uh, uh, Raw Women's title for the main event. Mm-hmm. Uh, less good than the SmackDown title main event, but, like, still good. I liked it a lot. Okay. It was now. one of those good—it uh, was like a cover version— of Randy Savage versus Ultimate Warrior at um, WrestleMania. <laughs> okay, with yeah, the throwback. Seven. Yeah, it's just like, it's a match where one person's way more powerful than the other. Ronda Rousey uh, just basically would have thrown Nikki Bella around and just broken her in half. Oh, is if, that what you meant? I thought, yeah, yeah one, one is like way better on the mic and the other one's oh, yeah. just like high on cocaine the whole time. Well, neither <laughs> of them are great on the mic, so... And who knows how much cocaine any of them are doing? But um, right, no, give give, give that time. I imagine yeah. like uh, someone, someone, uh, one of them is going to step up their game on the mic because Ronda yeah. Rousey's 
Uh, she got a lot of flack for being just like lackluster for yeah. someone who had such an illustrious career. No, she's improving a lot. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I think that I think that's going to be the next thing. Uh, just those mic skills is going to be like the next place for them to go. Yeah, and I'm a little upset that um, uh, uh, what's her name, uh, uh, Flair's daughter hasn't stepped up because like that's the legacy. Yeah, like like like, like she she has also improved leaps and bounds compared to where she was when she first came on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Like now she can like she can do those like 20 minute summarize the last three weeks of well, shows kind dude, of promos she came on as an older legacy i mean yeah. i mean you gotta you gotta take that into account where right. it's like sometimes like physically they might just not be up to the um up to the standard yeah. of folks they're facing off against every time you know yeah yeah, yeah. No, like, Char- and i'm not taking i'm not taking anything away from her. i'm just trying to be realistic about that yeah but no charlotte's she's she's got it down she's figured her stuff out all right like all there right. was a time where she was painfully bad and then like they just put her out there every week, and then she just got good, and it clicked. Uh, so now she can do whatever. It's All good. Right. All right. Yeah. But this was, top to bottom, the best uh, WWE pay-per-view they've done all year, not counting NXT TakeOver things. Well, okay, you can't say it. It's, yeah. it's, it's the best, not counting this Bro, other thing. NXT TakeOvers yeah. are like a, their own thing with their own production, but this felt a lot like a TakeOver and was probably better than like the maybe the worst two TakeOvers of the year so far. So, yeah, it's a... High thumbs up for me. Damn, okay, I was, I was elated the whole time. All right, so I'm trying real hard not to be distracted by the highlight video we got <laughs> going on in the background. But yeah. this is oh, that God. all woman, uh, yes. the, the match you were talking yeah, about. Apparently, I mentioned Nia Jax won, so she'll eventually face Ronda Rousey, which uh, should be good. Wait, wait, wait! I thought I thought the Ronda Rousey uh, match was tonight. Uh, uh, no, that was uh, what well, was was yeah. for this. Yeah, yeah. And it was that she was basing Nikki Bella, but then Nia Jax won this battle royale. Uh, for a shot in the future. Okay, so so, so Rousey beat um Rousey beat Bella. Yes, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. I so gotta I go back and catch. That, yeah. I gotta go back and catch the full match myself. Yeah. I'm upset. I missed this dude. It's, I am upset. You should be. It was I, good. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. The footage is out there. I'm gonna check it out. It's WWE Evolution. Yeah. Earns uh the proper seal of approval. Right. All right. From Jerry here and yeah, the yeah. geek down. Um. Okay, you can check it out on. Uh, damn it, damn it. What's the network? What's the network? WWE ah. Network. Well, yeah, but I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of like. All right. Well, what? if you go, if you access WWE Network, probably yeah. through your yeah, your own Google search, you can yeah. actually see this for yourself. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Um, man, we had we 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 talked about a lot of stuff this this, this <laughs> show. Yep. Uh, I mean, half of it was just explaining Zarvat. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I'm a little exhausted. I'm still yeah. trying to wrap my head around that because there was cubes and there was like uh, bananas, but there was also like melee attacks with rings and then and then like megabus yeah. charging. And and I think I heard something about like there was a Metroid who like stomped a mud hole in a, in a, in a spiked cube's ass, and then yeah. someone made love to a to a square while yeah. Tetris. It, it, it's weird. Jellyfish. The whole thing is. Yeah. I don't even. I, I, I don't even know how to respond to that <laughs> I one. I didn't get far enough in the game to get that. <laughs> all right. Oh, so, no, no, no. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Zarvod on Nintendo Switch. Check it out. Uh, damn, we gave all positive reviews. Yeah, 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 we did. Yeah, Isn't actually, awesome. there wasn't a single thumbs down. Yeah. Isn't that that's just pretty a, good? Just, that's just, rare. Just stuff. Right. That uh, that's because Adam couldn't make it tonight. Adam yeah. Adam uh, had a uh, small emergency to take care of, so we wish him well. Yeah. And uh, he'll be back hating on stuff next week. I, I think it's the uh, season, right? You know? oh. Halloween has us all uh, in cheers instead of fears. Wow. Okay. You know. No. 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 I'm. 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 I'm with him on that because normally when you get a bunch of the, the Mondays, the Normies, the Muggles, yeah. you know, and their whole thing is Halloween is spooky and weird stuff happens and there's black cats and bad luck. We're just like, nah. We're chipper. 
That's yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> it's good times. Yeah, yeah. All right. This has been The Geek Down here on WMF Radio. I want to thank you all for joining us for another action-packed, fun-filled show. Reminding you also, if you are listening on WMFRadio.com, you can also watch us at twitch.tv slash thegeekdown. Also, if you follow us on Facebook or Twitter, all the shows are simultaneously. We're, we're simulcast live stream there. So you can actually see us while you listen. And also, dude, we're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. Man, you go to Fans FM, which you you started that. I have no idea how to even use it, but it's a thing and it's there. Huh? Fans. <laughs> I did? Yes, you did. How did I do that? I have no idea, but it's been like three years, so I hope you... <laughs> I hope someone's been paying attention. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, dude, we're also on iTunes. Like I said, you find us there. Like, subscribe. Five stars if you can. Or if you think we suck, tell us why. Come on, man. Also, if you heard anything tonight you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. You can go to the random web... To the random. You can go to the uh, the website itself at geek-down.com, and you can see our old archived stuff. Also, in the contact section, all the fun links I gave you are there. For SoundCloud, iTunes, like uh, like us on uh, on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, Instagram, see the the pictures and smiling faces and such. Also, um, I got to talk to Mix about the next convention coming up because we're going to uh, be stepping up the Instagram as well. And I want to see if we can get down on Snapchat. Uh, I might be uh, heading up to pack some plugs oh. in Pittsburgh no, or kidding. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh, that's yeah, same state. Yeah, same state. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll keep an eye out for that, and we'll update you all accordingly. But until then, I want to thank Jer. Yo. I want to thank just Johnny. Yo. I want to thank TNA Tom. Yo. That's titting ass Tom, y'all. <laughs> I want to thank that's you. Right. We're not beating around the bush. <laughs> oh, that's a euphemism for, for masturbation. That's right. Um, I want to thank <laughs> y'all for... <laughs> For, for for enduring with us and we'll catch you all next week same bad time same bad channel but until then be excellent to each other peace are you a band or artist in need of an hourly rehearsal space we have what you need here at the sound museum sound stage in brighton massachusetts we have a back line of drums amps 32 channel pa and most of the gear you will need to get your show on the road our stage lighting and pleasant atmosphere makes for the perfect place for any artist to get creative, and you will love our competitive prices. So call Mary Lee at 617-909-9338 or email us at magicroomrentals at gmail.com. Come rock out with us at the Sound Museum Soundstage in Brighton, Massachusetts. Call 617-909-9338 or email us at magicroomrentals at gmail.com and book your time slot today. Okay, so what y'all need to do is pay attention to what I'm saying right now. Come through Ugly Duck Studios. I just want to let y'all know. 10% off for all Sound Museum artists. Salute. You like where I'm about to go? To really set some shit down. Ugly Duck Studios, yo. It's all about UDS. 155 North Beacon Street, Boston, Massachusetts. 508 259 0956. Why have good music if you can't make it sound good? Lander.com is the official mastering partner of WEMF Radio. Don't wait through the backlog of a mastering house. Go to Lander.com to get your latest track mastered now. 
It makes it easier to get your newest music released today, and it's the fastest, easiest way to make your music sound great. So go to Lander.com today to get mastered and put your tunes in the world's ears. Listen back to any WEMF broadcast at WEMFradio.com slash podcasts. Listen back anytime, anywhere, using your digital database, computer, name of Pino Bros. A. Boston's best tattoos. 1100 Cambridge Street, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Check them out at pinobrosink.com, where Boston's rock scene puts ink to skin.